Hello and welcome to Porch Night. Welcome. Another night. Another porch. Actually, it's the same porch. Same it's always porch. the same porch. That'd be an idea, though. Oh. I don't know if it's a good idea. Porch hop? Yeah, porch hopping. <laughs> go porch. Ah, oh, that's a lot of work, isn't it? It is. That means we have to leave our house. Go book porches. <laughs> No, thank you. How do you scout that? Just walk around neighborhoods. That's a good looking porch. That one's got a nice rocking chair on it. Let's, that one doesn't have a dog next door. I know. Yeah. So, I'm Katie Lou. I'm Nate. We are your hosts of Porch Night. Hostesses with the Host- mostesses. Hostesses. Okay, well, I gotta start out. Today, I had to go and do awfulness. I got hit in an accident on, was it Tuesday? Was it Tuesday? Yeah, Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, on Tuesday. So, someone pulls right out in front of me and the kids. So, you didn't get hit, right? You hit them. Well, yeah, because they, so they're making a left turn across two lanes of traffic right that goes 40 miles an hour and they decide to take a left-hand turn out into traffic and just didn't see me so uh i start honking and hitting the brakes really hard and doesn't matter because he decides to stop when he realizes what he's done and so then of course in the middle of the road yeah it was like, I don't know, deer in headlights or something. Just totally gave up and was like, oh, this is going to happen. Let's just let it happen. It was a horn honk. Uh, uh, maybe. I said this before, remember? You said what before? The horn honk. When you, when you honk on the horn, I mean, like, my first reaction is to, like, is shock. Yeah. Where's that horn coming from? And I stop what I'm doing. And it scares you, right? Yeah. So, it literally like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. I also warned him that I'm coming. Mm-hmm. Brace. Brace for it or whatever. Or, I don't know, speed up and hurry up and make your turn. Well, you shouldn't have been there. I know. No. Exactly. That's not the point. Anywho. So, uh, anyways, needless to say car is in the shop as of now and so I have to get a rental car right mm-hmm. and so Nate comes and picks me up so that he can take me to the rental car place and I have a reservation and everything like that and we get there and walk in and this this dude checks us out you know and gets my reservation number and all that and to our left is another agent working with this woman. We would say she was not an old woman, but not a young woman either. She right? looks exactly how a shitty 50-year-old woman would pop up in your brain. Oh, okay. like, just describe her. Yeah. Just uh, kind of angry you know, face. Thin, unhealthy. Yeah. Turkey necked, glasses. <laughs> She's got that speak to your manager haircut, you know, the bowl cut. 
And she's sitting there with this poor girl, this other agent, going through the contract. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're. Are you we're telling only, me? We're only in there for like a few minutes before we realize this is one of those. This is one of those people who are just shit people, right? Like, nobody wants to be around this person. You know her kids don't like hanging out with her because she's just a grump. Ugh. Anyways. So, we sit down, and she's literally keeps, like, she has her glasses on her head. And then she would pull them down and look at this. Because they have these devices now that they hold in their hands, like a portable iPad type thing where they're doing all the reservation stuff on, right? And so she she keeps, like, looking at it. She's like, what was, she was arguing about, like, a thing that is, that you could opt in on, like, this extra insurance so that if you do get in an accident, they'll, like, cover your deductible or something like that. Are you telling me that if I get into an accident in this car, that I'm going to be solely responsible. Fuck yes you are. Don't get into an accident. Or don't fucking rent a car. Everybody in the fucking world knows that if you need to rent a car, you just sign the shit and you move on. You walk around it, point out the dents that are already in it, and then you drive off. That's just what you do. But she's sitting there just... She finally asked for a piece of paper... In the meantime, the guy that helped us at first who said, just a minute, we'll be, we'll be right with you. I just have to finish up with this different person. He's already completed an entire transaction with another person, started our transaction, and he comes back in, and now she pulls in the man to answer the questions because this lady evidently th- doesn't know what she's talking about. The black lady. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the thing is, is that I've had a rental car and this girl was my agent before. She's fantastic. She was fast. She did everything done, you know, whatever. I don't think it had anything to do with the employees. I almost guarantee that this woman is like that 24 hours a day. Oh, I know. She has nothing else in her life going on. And so all she, like, she was in there. We were there for what, half hour at least. And she was still arguing about the contract and wanting to know what everything meant. I mean, but it wasn't just like what everything meant. She wanted to like and do her knowledge upon them and why their entire system is flawed and why they can't ask these things or they have to be specific in what 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 is included in the word damage. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? But yeah, just a horrible human being. To the point of where the guy takes over and tells her, tells the other agent to help us. And we walk outside and we're literally like, are you all right? <laughs> and, and she's like, uh, yeah, this has been going on for an hour. So it was already going on for a half hour before we got there. And this poor agent is having to deal with this. And this is my question. Is this just what bored people do? Is this just how they behave? What could possibly have happened in her life that she would be that unnerved to sign a piece of paper just saying she has to take care of someone else's property while she has it? I mean, they're a big rental company. It's not like this is their first rodeo. They do this all the time. Why of all people do they think does she think that she knows more than them about this 
to the point of where she's going to tell them what they really should have in their contracts. You know what I mean? Like, what kind of person does this? Well, it's a lot of people. Like, what kind of people, though? Like, I like I just don't have that in me to be that way. No. Like, it's just not there. Well, unless you've been burned. Maybe she's been burned before. She does look like she uh, grew up in the snake oil salesman age. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so then after that, I have to go to the DMV, right? To file an accident report. Mm-hmm. And I get up there, and there's this woman who... Because you kind of, like, you get, in the, you get in the line with your stuff, and then they kind of direct you, okay, you just need to fill out this form, and then you go here, you know? Or you, you can go ahead and go straight to the fast lane, or you can... You have to sit and wait because of this, you know, whatever. So I'm waiting in line, and there's this another... It's another old woman, and... She's like, here, this, this, and this, I need a new, I sold this, and I need a new title for this, right? And the woman's like, okay, well, you only have one title here, and you sold two things, or whatever. Or one of them was a boat, or I don't know. It was weird. Anyway, so she's, she's sitting there, and she's like, well, I have this, this, and this. Can't you just fill this out? And she's like, no, you need to fill this out, and you need your title. Well, that's not here. That's at home. And I'm like, and the woman's like, well, you need to get that. Well, that's, you know, I'm old and I have a cane, so I can't walk that far. She was totally mobile. She was a little bit on the heavier set side, which I think had more to do with her immobility than anything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Anyways, so then the woman starts pulling out another thing and then she goes, okay, well, this one hasn't been signed off by your husband. She goes, well, we got a divorce. Okay, well, can you have him sign? He's not signing it. I don't want him to have anything, you know, and I'm just like, okay. And then she says, she goes, well, then you need to sign this and bring in a a copy of your divorce decree saying that you guys are, you know, whatever to get him off the title. It was ridiculous. People just ask a lot of people. Like, they want everything to be done for them, it seems like. Yeah, it's entitlement, you know. You get that with the younger generations, too. Uh, it's, 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 It's every generation almost, you know. It's almost a minority of people that don't feel entitled for stuff well how so like 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 I said that I just don't have that in me I would not sit there and argue with some poor employee at a big corporation about their corporate rules or regulations or something like that that has nothing to do with this person are we too laid back I don't feel like I have the focus or the fortitude to go through something like that I'm lazy is that what it is? Laziness? Maybe, Maybe these people are Could just really driven? Maybe I'm just really lazy. Or they're just really driven. You never know. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm not successful. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. Because I don't read the contracts. Oh, man. I mean, because there's some people like, like, I've been in, or like, Carl, when he got in that accident and there was that woman that was like yelling at him even though she's the one that hit him, you know? And it's like, where do people get off having this kind of an attitude? I don't understand it. People are dicks, you know? This whole world's full of dick holes. <laughs> dick holes? Dick holes. Which is even worse than dicks? Yeah. Well, they're a smaller group, so they only make up the small part of the dick. 
No, it's worse to be a dick hole than a dick. Yeah. It's like it's worse to be a douchebag than a douche. That's true. When did people start calling people douches? That's a weird thing to call people. After it was invented. But why? It's related to the asshole. I thought it was... I thought douches were vaginas. Oh, they're for lots of stuff. You can douche anything, really. You can douche your ear. Douche your nose. But wouldn't that be complimentary? Oh, you're a douche. You came and cleaned everything up. I don't know the answer. You know, life's questions. I don't That's a, know That the is answer. a very important question, and it's I want to get to the bottom of it at some point, because that doesn't make any sense. Uh, why do they call that specific sexual move a donkey punch? I don't know. Maybe it just has to do with the origins. The origins? What is a donkey punch? What's it? You don't know what a donkey punch <laughs> <No>. is? <laughs> I don't know if I want to tell you. <laughs> why? You've gone this far without knowing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> oh, shit. I know what a boob punch is from from Bob's Burgers. It's when you punch a boob. Yeah. Yeah. But donkey calling punch someone it, a boob punch it, is like, man, that's low, man. That's horrible. A donkey punch is not punching a donkey. No, what is it? Uh, it's when you uh, when you um, when you're having sex, uh-huh. uh, doggy style. Okay. And, and then I think it's. And and then I think the next part is you come and then you punch her in the back of the head. Why is that a thing? I don't know. It like, just is a thing. It's a thing because somebody did it. And then enough people thought it was funny enough that they... Why know. would you punch a girl in the back of the head? Or a dude, I guess. It doesn't really matter. Well, we were talking about, you know, mean people. Yeah. Well, that just seems weird. Who who would want to do that to someone? Do... Who would want to do that to somebody? Well, think about that for a second. Bad people? Yeah. How is that pleasurable whatsoever? Donkey punch is a slang term for the sexual practice of inflicting blunt force trauma to the back of the head or lower back of the receiving partner during anal or vaginal sex. As vaginal? A, yeah, vaginal <laughs> sex. Vaginal? <laughs> is that how you say it? Potato, potato. Okay, whatever. <laughs> okay, what? You're gonna you're gonna make me start. Okay, so no, donkey you don't punch. have to start all okay. over. Start a va- vaginal. The start there. Lower back of the receiving partner during anal or vaginal sex, as an attempt to uh, by the penetrating partner to induce involuntary involuntary tightening of the internal and or external anal sphincter muscle muscle. <laughs> been a long fucking day okay so i think i I get the gist you punch you punch punch the receiving partner doesn't have to be a woman you know this is not secluded to straight sex no punch the receiving partner in the back of the head or the back the lower back while you know going to town so that they tense up and tighten up their uh their junks so, so then you like, feel the tightening. So it's like unauthorized kegels. Yeah. Involuntary? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that just seems horrible. I don't know where the donkey comes from. Uh, Maybe the first person tried it with a donkey. Ew. 
People have sex with donkeys. It's a thing. That's why they made it illegal. There's a law about having sex with donkeys? Yeah, just in about every state. They don't have... There, there's no consent in that transaction. <laughs> Poor. <laughs> Poor donkeys. <laughs> kind of makes you think about that saying, you got a sweet ass. Yeah. <laughs> I think most most guys prefer sheep. Yeah. Mhm. How do you know these things? They're like, like, f- well, where are you learning this? That's intuitive. They're fluffier. <laughs> They're a little prettier. I don't know. Doggies are pretty cute. They got the big floppy ears. Goofy, goofy, yeah. cute. Sometimes goofy- you date a donkey. You don't fuck it. You yeah. date you you fuck a sheep. You date a donkey. Oh, what? You fuck a sheep, you date a donkey. Oh. You know, donkeys are reliable. They're hard workers. They're kind of adorable. But they can be really annoying. They fuck shit up. Sheep, they're soft and fluffy. That is the weirdest analogy I've ever heard. Big old living fuck pillows. (laughs) You're talking like you have, like, knowledge of this. Wouldn't you like to know? No, I don't. Anyways, yeah, I encountered several horrible people today, and I don't understand it. But it's not, it's not just that. I mean, it's all the time. Maybe you're just super irritated. Have you thought about that? Oh, I'm just too Maybe it's intense. you. I don't think so. I don't think so. No? I won't even return food if it isn't right. Maybe you should. Why? That would be a case where, yeah, if it's not right, return it. They'll make it better. Now, do you remember it was like, what was it? It was like a couple months ago when I was getting my hair done. And uh, then I was waiting for the kids to get their hair done. And we hadn't eaten in like six hours or something. Uh-huh. And so we were sitting, we were there and I was like, okay, I got to get something. But I do the keto diet. And so finding food that's not from my house is a little difficult sometimes. And I was just on a street, and I didn't want to go very far because the kids were getting their hair done or whatever. So I walked to this little, like, I don't even know what kind of place it was. It had everything from, like, um, Lebanese food to pizza. Was it Lebanese pizza? No, they didn't mix the two. It was only, like, anyways. So I go there, and I'm like, okay, well, at least if I get, like, the, the hummus platter, right, at least it'll have, like, the carrot sticks and you know like all the stuff you dip in it ranch you know. dressing with the carrot sticks yeah. yeah well no they do like hummus with it oh. but i'm not supposed to really eat that either but you know a little bit at this point i just need some protein or something right mm-hmm. and we go there and it was just like one of those appetizer things right so it was like 12 dollars or something for a hummus plate. And that was pretty much... It's in that hoity... was it? $12? It's, it's like... It's in this hoity-toity section. Is you it know, like those things the, you get in the veggie section at Fred Meyer's or the grocery store? That That's what it, the Something? intention was. Or, you know, like when you go to, like, a restaurant and you order the hummus platter and you get, like, all this bread and you get, you know, carrot sticks and... Yeah. And pickled things and whatever. Anyways, and then you just dip it in the hummus and you hang out and eat it, right? So... We get there, order it. We waited for 45 minutes 
for this to-go order of a hummus plate appetizer. And so they put it in like, it was probably the size of both my hands together, the size of the box that they put it in, you the to-go box. Hands. Yeah, so what is that, like six inches by eight inch box or something like that? Anyways, so we start walking back to the hair place and I open it up and there was three wedges about the size of Cheez-Its or a Dorito, maybe. Not even the size of a Dorito, smaller than a Dorito. Three well, pieces of- Well, those vary in size, yeah, Doritos. Yeah, well, you know what I mean, like- Not to be critical, yeah. but that's a horrible standard of measurement. Okay, that's Doritos why I said Cheez-It. Cheez-Its okay, are Cheez-Its uniform, size. so a, just a tiny- A square mo- inch? Yeah. Yeah. Of uh, three pieces of bread. Okay. It looked like, you know, like when you buy the baby carrots in the bag at the grocery store and there's like those three at the bottom that are kind of split and a little dry, you know, because they've been in there for a while. Totally. There was five carrots that looked like that. There was two of the mini uh, slices of uh, uh, like imagine taking a piece of celery and cutting it in half like long ways so thin ways? thin ways yeah so so thin and then like you cut about two inches of it and there was four of those and two of those uh, Kalamata olives or whatever it's called yeah the cherry uh, a little dilly cup of hummus in the middle. I still didn't take it back, even though I paid $12 for something that I could find at the bottom of my refrigerator. Kind of. It was ridiculous, but I still didn't take it back. I wanted to, I thought about it, but I still didn't. Because I was like, well... Are you compensating for all the assholes out there? I don't know, am I? Could be. Would you have taken it I don't want to bother back? them because, you know, would I have taken it back? I wouldn't have ordered it anyways. Well, that's not easy to... Well, I mean, yeah, I'd want to know what I'm getting in my thing, right? Was there a picture or anything like that? It just said what was in it. Oh. For $13? No, heck no. I would have said, no, you keep it. I'm not paying for that. I know, but I didn't. Am I just a big pushover? I don't think you're a pushover. Well, I also have worked in service industry a lot, you know? And the people that complain about all that stuff is, they, it wears on you, you know? I don't know, because I've seen you tip too, and you're a horrible tipper. Hmm? Yeah. No, I'm not. You've never tipped over 10% that I've seen. Oh, no. Well, it depends on what it is. But 10%'s not that good of a tip. No. So you're saying you're a good tipper? Yeah, if it's worth, if it's if it was good service and stuff like that, the bare minimum I do is fifteen percent. If they go above and beyond that, yes, I do. Huh. Like huh. I'll like I'll tip I my. Where I, I I swear I've never seen you really tip that much. Like you, like you always dial me back with the tipping. Well, because you do the same thing I do. Like, you'll tip someone who did a really shitty job. 
But like, I'll tip people who if they're if they're doing something. I don't know. My my like, <laughs> maybe my definition of shitty job is a little bit different. I'm pretty flexible with people. That's what I mean. That's what I'm just talking about right now. Am I being too nice on on people? You're just now you're saying that I'm a horrible person when it comes to that sort of thing. I said no such thing. I'm just throwing out the other side. I'm just doing the psychologist thing. What do you think? Do you think you're a bad person? No. How's your relationship with your father? Oh God. (laughs) Fuck you. Let's ask you about your father. Uh, my father's uh, a very focused individual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, steadfast, I would say, even. Um, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Neurotic at times. Mm. You know. All the good things about my father are, uh, are, I don't know how I would say it, you know? I don't know either. Mm. Let's not talk about my father. I'm not pulling that thread today. No, I'm not going to tag on it? Everything's going to just unravel? Maybe, maybe not. No, but I think it, no, I do think it's important to, to... Like, I'm over, like, like today with the rental car agent, you know, <coughs> I'm more than happy to commiserate with and, you know, be like, if you notice, I made the, our transaction super fast. Didn't ask any questions. Just well, got it done over it. Did you want to ask any questions? No. Let me ask you that. Because I'm not a horrible human. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just a thing. I agree with that. No, I don't think that... I think that people are kind of taking things a little too far when it comes to, you know, people who are just trying to make a living. Well, you know, you you encounter a lot of people in a day when you really think about it. You pass by or you uh, get in line behind or in front of or uh, encounter or interact with a ton of people every day. You leave the house. They're everywhere. There's people everywhere, right? Yeah. You never know what kind of day they had. No. If it's something else. Like, I've had bad days where I just, I've told somebody, you know, fuck off. It wasn't really about them. I was having a really shitty day. In another situation, I would have been more tolerant and would have said, could you please, you know, instead. So I think there's, I, I, I think there's a lot of shitty people out there. It's super, super annoying. But at the other, on, on the other side, they could just be having a bad day. Maybe we should have invited that crazy, shitty old lady to Thanksgiving. No. Maybe she needed a boost like that. <laughs> like at the end of... Uh, I have some rando stranger in my house. And see, and that's why we'll never have a Home Alone ending. Oh, God. You're going to the so far to the extreme that it's ridiculous. I am not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Well, maybe inviting her to think. You're the one that started the whole conversation with a horrible old woman, you know, going off. And you were just as upset about it as I was. 
she was pretty annoying. I would not have been able to tolerate that very much. But you want to invite her to Thanksgiving? I'd like to invite her to my family's Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> Could you imagine her Thanksgiving? What if all of them are like that? Like a family of bad people? They tend to go in groups. Like, like people bring in like people. It's that tribe mentality. Yeah. Maybe she's the queen of the tribe. <laughs> Maybe you're the queen of the shit tribe. <laughs> I guess if you want a title, it doesn't matter what kind it is, as long as it's a title. Something in the water. Right? No, but... Developing shitty personitis. I don't know. It just bothered me. It was like, how many, how many people are like this and are okay with it, or they don't even know that they're this way? You think in a state where weed is legal, we chill out a little bit. You think so. But I don't know how much of the older generation are smoking weed. The older generation is all over the place. They control everything. They won't let go. They're living longer. These old folks, the baby boomers. Yeah. No. Yeah. Then what are they going to say about us when we get to their age? Probably the same thing. <laughs> Probably. We're just going to live longer than them. <laughs> when we become The bionic. generation before us is ruining our generation's chance for a future. We're going to ruin the next two generations' chance for a future. And our kids will ruin the next three? If we make it that far. No, it's true. Well, not with this many shitty people in the world. I think people have been shitty for a long time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe we're not getting any better. We're not really evolving very well. We're probably complaining about the exact same thing everyone's ever complained about. Yeah. Maybe. Grog, did you see that woman at the uh, chariot dealership? <laughs> chariot dealership. I'm mixing cavemen and... <laughs> Ancient Greece. <laughs> yeah, that mixed metaphor didn't really fly over for me. Stone wheel rental place? Mm, yeah. yeah. That guy was a dick. I don't know. A pterodactyl's it's, dick. It's just, it seems much more rare to find someone who's, you know not out giving everybody shit every five minutes. It's because they keep to themselves. The, it's the, the shitty people stirring up trouble. Well, they're also the loudest. That's how greasy, or what is it? No, squeaky wheel gets greased. Mm -hmm. I think that that point at the rental car, car place, they would have given her anything just to get her out of that place. Like a swift kick in the boot? Yeah. No, or they would have just said, fine, just whatever, we'll give it to you for free, you know? No. Yeah. They would. It's the same sort of thing, you know, like, when someone's just so annoying. It's the same thing, like, what happened at the car dealership. The people who were the most annoying and had been there for, like, what, six hours? You finally just like, whatever, just get out of here, you know? And that's just what people do. They just finally are just like... This game is over. 
We're not going to keep playing it anymore. Yeah, but, you know, joke's on them. That's just a really shitty way to live life, you know? Karma's a thing. If you're a bad person, then bad things are going to happen to you. And then you're going to develop a bad attitude. That's why you walk around with a bad attitude, because bad things keep happening to you. Just too stupid to realize that it's your fault. Yeah, if you're a shit person, you get shit back. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, though I agree with you, yeah, I think it's also important to keep perspective that, you know, enough perspective to not let it touch you. I didn't say it was. I'm just talking about an annoying person well, I met today. I'm just, I, I'm philosophizing. Philosophizing? 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 Isn't that a word? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Let me uh, look at my brain here. Is it bad that everything has to be looked up online now? Because we can't do anything without it? Um, yes and no. I love the way technology allows us to... I mean, it's almost like... Because a, a, a phone has access to almost all the information we have. Yeah. Right? Um, it's an it's an extension of your brain. So if you use it correctly, it can make you smarter. But if you depend on it too much, it can make you dumber. Because then you don't need to use your uh, built-in brain. It's the same reason why I cannot I cannot remember your phone number if you paid me. Well, I couldn't I couldn't remember yours really either. Yeah, because we don't. I remember being a kid, and you had the one phone in the house that was always in like a. a a main area. Ours was in like the dining room kitchen area. Yeah. And it was attached to the wall and we added like a hundred foot cord to it so we could literally walk around the corner and not talk to our friends in front of our mom. And I knew everybody and that's when you had phone books and you had the um phone had like a phone books, address yeah. book, you know? Yeah. Rolodexes. All yeah. that fun stuff. You had to remember that stuff. And I could just like crack off every single number of every one of my friends. Now, I have no idea. If I had to call my parents' house, I wouldn't know what number to call. Yeah. Well, there's value in it as a, as a piece of technology, but there's no replacing your human brain. Because, you know, if you don't exercise that, then you're going to lose your ability to have creative thought, to, uh, to be able to, to grow more intelligently. Right? So in other words, we're going to be raising a bunch of dummies. We are raising a bunch of dummies. I know. Have you seen our kids? I know. That's what I mean. They're just going to be like... If, little... it's, if it's too hard... Yeah. Well, it was, that, it was that way for us too, but we, we didn't have any other excuse, you know. There are, this next generation is growing into um, a time period when you're not going to have to be able to retain knowledge anymore. Just download it in your brain. Mm-hmm. And we all become machines. Well, hopefully that's the next step. Oh, is it? That's well, hopefully? yeah, like a, like a brain implant where it's a merge of the organic with, uh, with the machine. Cyborgs. Yeah. So Star Trek's at it again. Yeah. Enhanced human intelligence. Or like uh, Adam from Buffy, 
when he kept putting in those floppy disks into his chest Basically, to learn more. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Or the Matrix, mm. right? Then are we going to be like the one dude that tries to get back in the Matrix because he doesn't want to keep living outside of it? He liked the fake world more than the real world? Well, I don't think it's going to be, you know, like a, a fake world sort of situation like the Matrix. But I, I, I do think that's a possibility. And um, the, the next step for uh, human evolution is, is uh, technological where we merge with what we create. Like make our own network? Well, we already are. That's, that's what the internet is, and that's what it's evolving, evolving to, is uh, the network is, hu- or the internet is human globalization. And that's how, uh, how we connect our intelligence with other intelligence, and this culture with that other culture. And eventually it just... Uh, becomes homogenized. So are we going to weed out all the bad people then? No, they'll still be there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. If we make it past the robot revolution. What is the robot revolution? Think Terminator. (laughs) Us against the machines. (laughs) Is this just you liking sci-fi too much? Or is this like... Like actually based in fact in any way. Uh, it's it's speculation. Mm. And don't knock sci-fi. You know, sci-fi is uh, sci-fi for me is almost is just as real as real science. It's speculative science. So just because it's fiction now, read uh you know watch the old star treks and uh read the old science fiction novels like hg wells and robert heinlein there are a lot of things that they made up speculating about what was possible in that time that has since become possible and i think the same thing is happening right now so there's, there's validity to science fiction and i think that uh an artificial intelligence uprising or um or conflict is definitely possible for our near future i think that uh, uh artificial intelligence likely will become spontaneously born not created by man, but spontaneously born through the internet. The internet's going to start being self-aware? I think the internet is going to be the brain of the artificial intelligence. I think, I think we have a tendency to think of artificial intelligence as thought like us. I think it's going to be a completely different kind of, in, uh, of intelligence that's born from the networks that we create. But it's not going to think in terms of... Uh, of uh, words and 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 all well not not like that's not what I mean. It's not gonna it's not gonna think in terms of of how we see the world because when we see the world we see all these imperfections around us and we see real life. Like I don't just see you at your best; I see you at your worst, right? Yeah. But if you think about the content that's being downloaded into the internet via social networking, it's everybody showing their their best, most extreme thought patterns, um, uh, looks, 
uh, standards, all that stuff. So, so this uh, this intelligence is going to be completely built uh, based on what we feed it, and that's a really scary thought. Because think about what, er, think about you know how long can you really, how long can an intelligent person really browse Facebook? Oh, not long. Not long. This intelligence's uh, perception is going to be so fucked up. It's we're we're not even gonna really um, kind of understand. I mean, we'll understand it, but it's it's not gonna be like a, like a normal human intelligence. So and, you're gonna take all those gonna horrible Instagram girls and and shit, yeah, and bro dudes mm-hmm. that are posting all this shit. Though that's what's gonna make this new artificial being. Well, yeah, that yeah. So the very worst parts of us are going to become what ends up ruling us? Yeah. I don't like that. No, it's terrifying, isn't it? I don't care for that at all. No. That sounds like a horrible sci-fi It is. I think this is actually, I think I remember hearing uh, Elon Musk in an interview saying something like this, too. And so hopefully... um, Hopefully, if something like that happens, we're able to merge with our own technology first in order to uh, subvert that likelihood. So using that te- using that technology, like I said, um, uh, uh, you know, merging it with our intelligence and our brain um, and making us better, smarter, faster thinkers before uh, another intelligence is created that uh, may conflict with us. So it is going to be like the Matrix, us versus robots. Think Matrix, uh, think Matrix versus Terminator. That would actually be a good movie. That won't be bad. Well, it's kind of the same idea, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, I think that would be a good movie. Yeah. But if artificial intelligence is created that does want to harm human beings, I think it would be nearly wiped out in an instant. Oh, yeah. We're too globalized for it. Well, Once it's just... created, it, the, the thought processes are so quick mm-hmm. that it's going it, to make those decisions. There's no hesitation with the computer, the way that the, 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 how quickly it, it, it can think. Well, now I'm going to have deep thoughts all day. I'm going to be thinking about robots. Yeah? Yeah. Probably dream about robots tonight. Killer robots. Yeah, I'll be spinning Coming in to bed, take your soul. Sweating. Right? Watch out. Probably should put a pillow in between us. Right? I'll be swinging. Ugh. That's the worst. You're a weird sleeper. Uh, I have weird thoughts. <laughs> These are the things that I think about. You know, you're walking around going, man, that's a shitty person. I'm going, we got to watch out for the robots. <laughs> That lady's got nothing on this future yeah. robot artificial intelligence. I'm not intelligence. really worried about that bitch because mm. I'm more concerned about old Arnie. Old Arnie. Old Arnie coming after me. What's old Arnie? Old Arnie. Who's old Arnie? From uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. I'm not getting that reference. Sorry. Sorry. That Have was... you seen Terminator? Is that a no? <laughs> I've seen. Which is the one with the with the? You haven't seen Terminator, are you kidding? Me? Which is the one with what? The one that had the Edward Furlong in it. 
Who the who's the Edward Furlong? It was the well when I was a kid he was a hottie. He's like this Edward young Furlong. I haven't used the word hottie since I was like a teenager, but yeah. So um he's the kid with the dark hair that was oh, the dog the son. With the annoying voice? I guess so. Yeah, um, he's always squeaking. <laughs> He's probably going through puberty. Have <laughs> <laughs> daddy issues. You're a robot. <laughs> yeah. So I remember watching that S- one. The young John Connor. That's it. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. No, that's number. That's Terminator uh, Two. Okay, so I have Ju- watched that ju- one. Judgment Day. I will tell you, not super thoroughly, but it was on, and I watched it. It's a pretty good movie. Is that the one where at the end he gets dipped in like hot oil or something? Mm-hmm, and with melts? the thumbs up? Yeah. Heck yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're like, it was the best because he gives a thumbs up at the end. Don't they beat the T-1000? It would have been like better if he would have done the, the, the gun shooters. The pew pew. You no, know, the, the thumbs up was symbolic. Oh, I don't know why. Why? Well, if you were watching the movie, it happens earlier. It's a thing between them. Oh. Yeah, and... and I know it's one of those. You have like a whole list of movies that every time you and Carl talk about it and I say I haven't watched it, you all do the. (gasps) I do that less now because I'm less surprised that you've seen nothing good. No, I have. I see good things. I've seen lots of good things, better things. (laughs) Better things? Yeah. Than Terminator? Yeah. There are better things than Terminator. You're the one that had me watch. What was that stupid movie? Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. And it's not a stupid movie, but I knew that's what you're thinking about. You admit that it's a stupid movie. That was movie. almost a deal breaker for us. Was it but then really? You bought that T-shirt for me. I did. I bought you a <clears> wild, the wild stallions, stallions T-shirt. t-shirt. Yeah, I still have for it. Christmas. Yeah, that made up for it. Oh, did that, it? That made me realize <laughs> you hate my thing, <laughs> but, but I love you. <laughs> I love you, even though I feel. Like, you kind of saw me as a little dumber after that. I was dumber after watching it. Okay, I get... I I used to play... I used to pretend play Bill and Ted with my brother when I was a kid. Oh. Well, I'm... Bill Preston... What was it? Bill S. Preston Esquire. Yeah, that's how we... Uh Nathaniel Dean Hayes Esquire. I should start saying that. No, you shouldn't. Wild Stallion and do the guitar riff. It's one of those movies, like, I think you said you even watched it later on. You're like, it didn't really, you know, stand up throughout the years. It was better in the 80s <laughs> when it came out. There wasn't as much competition for entertainment then. No. But um, I will say, I, I like number two better than number one. What's this number two? Yeah, we never, got, Journey we never or whatever, got that right? far. No. You didn't want to watch now, it. No, there's a lot of movies, though, that I remember, like, loving when I was a kid, and then I watched it more recently, like, hey, kids, you should watch this. This is a great movie. And I've been like, oh, that's not really that great, you know? Dumbo's one of those for me. Yeah, who would... Yeah, that's a horrible movie. I remember liking it when I was a kid. Oh, I did, Dumbo. too. Fucked me up later. I know. It's like, what is this? It kind of gave me it gave me extreme anxiety watching it. Well, it's all about torturing elephants in a circus. That drunk scene with the pink elephants. Yeah. So trippy. That is a psychedelic trip. It is. 
whoever wrote that was literally just like, <laughs> this happened. I'm going to put in, this in a cartoon. Same. Because when was that movie made? What, 70s? Si- no. Further than that. Was it? No, it was before the first half of the last century, I think. Was it? No. Yeah. No, because the animation was better than it yeah. was in, like, you know, Snow White or something. Snow White was the first one. Yeah, but that was, like, that was really early. Yeah. Was Dumbo after, like, Cinderella and all those other ones? No, Dumbo was before, I think. I have no clue. It's all, they're all, Dumbo is not as new as you think. Uh I remember watching, like, The Fox and the Hound, and you watch that now, depressing. Snow White, 1937. Bambi, horrible. Well, I actually like Bambi. The only thing good about Bambi is Thumper. Dumbo, 1941. Really? Heck yeah. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Bambi is pretty early, too. Yeah. Bambi, 1942, right after that. Good grief. Uh-huh. The best old cartoon is Robin Hood, and it still holds up even today. Um, it's pretty good. It I is I wouldn't say great. it's the best. What do you mean? Of the old Disney movies, that one is the best. Robin Hood's, Robin Hood's really good. I like it. I don't know if I... I can't. I don't know if I can qualify it as the best. I think it is. It was good, and it had hiss, and Prince John was. Which came first, Robin Hood, or the Jungle Book? Ooh, I don't know. I think it was the Jungle Book, wasn't it? I don't know. Because it's got the guy who plays the Baloo voice. Yeah. And then it's got the snake, and it's got the Shere Khan guy. Yeah. It's got it's got all those people. Yeah. I don't know which one came first. I just remember watching it all the time. We had do you remember when they would do the uh it was on television and it was on like network TV and it was Wide World of Disney or something like that or Wonderful World of Disney. Yeah. And they would play some sort of Disney something and then my my mom this is when you know you had VCRs and stuff like that. My mom uh because it came on on Friday nights, and so she taped it, and that was the one that we watched forever. So it still had the commercials in it, the introduction by the main Disney executive producer guy. Yeah. He would he would come out every time. And Walt Disney. No, it wasn't him. It was the the guy. I forget what his name was. He's kind of a balder round guy. Anyways, and so he would come out and he would introduce it. They also did like Christmas specials and stuff and we'd tape them all. I don't think I watched that. It may have been before you. You may have been too little. There wasn't that much difference in four or five years. I don't know, but I think it was pretty early in the 80s. So it may not have been a thing. FYI, Jungle Book 1967, Robin Hood 1973. Oh, so Robin Hood was first. No, 1967 is before 1973. Isn't that what you said? No, Jungle Book is 1967. Oh. Oh. Not that it matters. Who cares? They're all good movies, except Dumbo. Yeah, Dumbo sucks. I'm not a big fan. No. Nope. Even the robots would think Dumbo's stupid. (laughs) I don't know. I think the cartoons have... They went through a streak of being really good, like in the 90s and early 2000s, you know, and then when Pixar started and Toy Stories and that sort of stuff and Monsters, Inc. and all that. 
And now they're kind of going downhill. Like, what were we watching the other day? The kids had on it was like pets, or something. Pets. Well, if it's Disney related, it's it's gonna be pretty good. If it's not, then it's a it's a hot spot. There's a lot of good animation out there. Yeah. I enjoy animation as an adult. I don't like anime though. I I do. I don't. I know. I know you don't, and it's too bad because there's a lot of good stories, in and like people were really big into that last Airbender stuff, like into it, into it. Never watched that, but you know I like the golden age of anime in the uh, the eighties and nineties, the cyberpunk stuff. What like what? Like Ghost in the Shell. Uh uh, never heard of it. Or uh, yeah. The closest to anime I got was Thundercats after school. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's kind of a version of it. Transformers. Uh, He-Man. Loved it. I even watched, like, the Care Bears and, and uh, Rainbow Bright. And do you remember, what was, oh, the good one was... Uh, Rainbow Bright's pretty good. Um, I haven't watched it in a long time, but I do remember my aunt used to show, uh, have us watch it all the time when she babysat us when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Care Bear Stare. Care Bears. We care. Dark Heart. Uh, yeah. The Care Bear movie when they meet the Care Bear cousins. Rad. Because <laughs> then they started making the stuffed animals of the Care Bear cousins. Loved it. Loved it. My sister was the one that got the cute one, the one that was the, like a mix of a raccoon and some, everything was a mix of something. It was a raccoon cousin something or other. I don't know. It was the best one and she got it and I didn't. You ever notice that it's really our generation and, uh, uh, and before that has nostalgia for their childhood? Yeah, it was nice, simpler. After that, there's not a lot of, like, you don't get a lot of baby boomers or um, or anything talking about pop culture when they were growing up. No, they really didn't. They don't. Not at all. No. That's weird. I never thought about that. Yeah. I but think yeah, it's because like... in the 80s... This is, I'm speculating. Yeah. That's when uh, materialism in the Reagan era really came into fruition. Well, and things, well, we progressed technologically as well, where, you know, there was more, you know, no more black and white TV. I had a black and white TV, but other people well, didn't yeah. have a black and white TV, you know. And remember when, like, Walkmans came out? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you didn't have a Walkman, you were nobody. I did not know that about myself. No. <laughs> and then it was Discman, and you're trying to walk around with this thing and not let it skip. Yeah, the skipping on the Discman was tough. Yeah. I remember when when um, when CDs first came out, and I was like, this isn't going to work. Like, what is this magic? Yeah, I was like, what? Thing? No giving me my pencil and my cassette tape any day. I don't want to have to deal with this. You're this aging is malarkey. yourself, honey. I know. Well, I used to buy tapes. And tapes you can record off the radio, which that was the only way you found out what new songs were. Yeah. 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 
So technology is a blessing. Well, not if it's going to come and eat us soon. Well, I mean, it's going to happen. <laughs> All we can do is be, I mean, prepare ourselves, I guess. I mean, we've been going this way, you know, for hundreds of years. Yeah. There's nothing little old me can do to stop it. So might as well enjoy it. Well, as much as I can. Well, enjoy it then, but just don't become a shit person. We'll see. As long as I'm a person. <laughs> as long as you're still in there. <laughs> All right, see, look what we did. You came in hot and heavy. I did? On this, uh, on this uh, bitch at the Enterprise. That was, yeah. Right? Yeah. And now we're giggling. Yeah. About 80s pop culture. Well, you were also kind of curmudgeon too at the beginning. It's been a long Friday. <laughs> and we still got day jobs. I know, right? And they, they suck. Yeah. Don't tell my boss. <laughs> Man, I'm tired after the day. It's only like eight hours. I don't even work late. It's exhausting. <laughs> I won't tell if you don't. Okay. You don't tell either, audience. Right? You're in trouble. What audience? <laughs> We'll delete this someday, you know. If anyone actually starts listening to this shit. All right. Oh, we need to start over. <laughs> Reboot. <laughs> All right, everybody. I think that's it for this evening. Good night. Thanks I for love letting you. to us uh, rant and rave. Watch I'm Katie Lou. For the robots. And, um, you know, just keep your wits about you. And don't be bad people. They suck. Nobody wants to be around you. You suck. <laughs> Thanks for coming to Porch Night. Kidding. Love you. Bye.